0: Welcome into a new Buff Stampede Radio, Adam Monster tiger the publisher of buffstampede.com. And today, I'm excited to have on Eric Belcher, the managing director of the 5430 Foundation, and Jason Weiss, the chief operating officer of the 5430 Foundation. The 5430 Foundation was formed in March of 2023 to provide a platform to capitalize on the Colorado NIL law and NCAA regulations in exchange for and with on behalf of the 5430 Foundation Charities. First off, Eric and Jason, this was a long time coming. We have crazy schedules. I take responsibility for not making this work during the the hectic season, but I'm genuinely glad to have you guys on today to get the word out there about your foundation, because this is a a key piece in college football nowadays. And I also want to kind of delve into your background and why you're both so passionate about this cause. Eric, we'll start with you. I know that you are a graduate sure. from the CU School of Journalism. What hooked you and what do you remember about those early days being a bus fan? Well, I mean,
1: I think I I grew up uh, and I was in college during the, the 70s. And in the 70s, uh, you know, we were it was the Big Eight and the Big Eight football was three yards in a cloud of dust. I think we maybe threw the ball five or six times a game, but we were extremely competitive back then. And uh, You know, it was always Nebraska, Oklahoma, and Colorado. Uh, And uh, and the Big Eight was kind of like what the SEC is now. The Big Eight dominated football back then. Um, And so I I was just a huge fan. I I still remember, you know, all those days uh, back in the old Folsom field where – you know, it was just so exciting to be there and there's not a better place in, i think in in the in the united states to, for college football a better stadium a more beautiful stadium and uh it was fun this last year to see some of the electricity come back and it really reminded me of a lot of those place was packed and people were so excited and the students were out in droves and uh so growing up with that um i've been a cu football fan now as we all know we've all been long suffering Uh, football fans for the last 20 years or so and so with the uh, arrival of Dion, it's just been really really exciting to see that and uh, one of the reasons that we put 5430 together was to specifically make sure that we uh, were able to provide the resources uh, for Dion and and the athletic department to be competitive in this kind of new world of of college athletics.
0: Eric where are you from originally and, and what brought you out to see you as a student initially?
1: Well, I grew up in Los Angeles, but my mom was from, from the Denver area. So we used to always be up in uh, in Denver quite a bit. And we'd go up to the mountains quite a bit when I was young. And uh, then my older sister went to see you and I visited a couple of times. And I went to one game, I think it was probably around 1972, where we were playing Oklahoma, who was ranked, I think, number one or two in the country at the time. And we ended up uh, ended up beating them, uh, upsetting them, I think it was 20 to 16, um, and was just really, really exciting. Uh, and that's where I was like, okay, I got to go to school here. Um, and uh, so, it's, you know, I was attracted by the environment. Um, also went to, as you mentioned, I went to journalism school. It was very uh, interested in becoming either a journalist or a documentarian um, back then. And uh, so it, it was an uh, exciting time to be in Boulder back then.
0: Very cool. And Jason, similarly, you're a CU grad. Along those lines, what what brought you out to Boulder, what fueled that passion that you have for the Buffs? Yeah, I I never I had
2: never been to Colorado before. I visited for the first time, but uh, I had a I had a lineup of of schools to visit. The first was Boulder, the next was Eugene, and the third was Seattle. I got to Boulder, I saw the Flatirons for the first time, and I canceled the Eugene and Washington trips. So this is where I was going, and so uh, it didn't take very long. That was where I was supposed to be. And uh, admittedly, uh, that might have been the last year we were good at football. That was the year we won. We won the Big Twelve, and uh, and, and to go to a game at Folsom and and see the the students rush the field, you know, to to, to clinch their spot in the title game. Um, well, I was tricked a little bit, I guess, but uh, but but obviously a big sports fan, and and went all in on the buffs as soon as as soon as I got on campus, and. Uh, been suffering for 20 years and excited to, to bring a little uh, passion back.
0: Throughout all this time, though, it, it, I've been covering the Buffs this time. Uh, there was always this feeling, though, that this was not a sleeping giant. I'm not going to say, you know, a top 10 program, but the fact that Colorado had that lack of success over the year, those years was uh, shocking, given what Boulder does have to offer to your point, Jason. And so that, that I think a lot of us kept that optimism throughout those years, just knowing this, it can't be like this forever. Right. And, and now coach prime coming to Boulder and really embracing it. I saw on Instagram today, he was talking about how it was uh, negative degrees outside and yet it doesn't feel like it. Maybe he's acclimated to the weather now, but that that's, it, it's really cool to see coach prime discover what we kind of knew, right?
2: Well, yep. Eric and I have been going to games together for a, a, long, a long time now. And and every time we got to Boulder, you know, prior to last year, we would always say, how, how can somebody not recruit 20 good kids? You don't need them all. You just need 20 a year, 25 a year. How can you not convince 25 kids to come to Boulder who are really good at football? It just seems impossible. Um, and so Coach Prime certainly can.
0: Yeah, they, they, I mean, they found the right guy. Go ahead, Eric. No, I, I just think
1: that, um, that that's hundred percent. I think that we all believe because uh, I, I I agree with you. I, I I think you saw that even during our one and eleven year, you know that the stadium was filling up just about every game. Um, even even when we were you know winless going through the first five six games of that year, and I think we were, we were all have been starved for a successful and a winning team to get us back to, you know, where we are competitive and we're we're winning. And uh, I think this year, not only, you know, not only did Prime sell at Folsom for every game, but, you know, he sold out the Rose Bowl. He, we sold out um, Arizona State. I mean, schools that typically are, you know, half full stadiums, um, you know, and, and I think that excitement around the program, obviously disappointing into the season, but but the excitement around the program, it's like, okay, we, we got a taste of it. Now let's go out and get the rest. I think that, and, and Coach Coach Prime's digging into the heart of Boulder, is really exciting. And I think that's why in addition to the attention for the program, um, I think that's why he's going to continue to attract really good kids to come to the school. And we're going to continue to be, uh, be more and more competitive.
0: Before we dive into all the intricacies and the goals for the 5430 foundation going forward, I got two more questions for you guys. First off, we got to start with your favorite buff of all time. Who is your favorite CU football player from, from over the years?
1: I, I probably have two back again this long time ago, but Dave Logan who was still in Colorado, I think. Um, Dave Logan was an amazing athlete. And then a, a guy uh, Billy Waddy, who my favorite all time, uh, just an amazing athlete. And so uh, the seventies.
2: I think mine was Lawrence Vickers. We need more players like him. Uh, everybody needs more players like him. He was the best. Uh, and then, uh, and then I, I gotta tell you, Travis, Travis is, is pretty fun to watch. So, uh, he's,
0: he's quickly rising up and he's a great, great kid too. Uh, yeah, I I like those picks. Lawrence Vickers was in my early days covering the buffs and they literally created a position for him called the V back, the versatile back. And there's definitely no one that's had, a video displayed more on the CU message boards than him oh, yeah. just dropping the CSU defender into the end zone. So uh, yeah, that's <laughs> we, we, we need more players. Every school needs more players like him. Definitely. he He's one of those dogs that, that coach prime talks yes. about. There, there's yes. no question about that. Uh, yep. And just lastly here, before we, we dive really into the, the foundation, I know you guys both live out in California. What does day-to-day life look like for both of you outside of your passion for CU football?
1: Well, I so I'm fortunate. I, I retired two years ago. And um, so uh, I play in a lot of golf. And then uh, this came up. And uh, I wasn't looking for a second career. But right now, uh, you know, it's pretty exciting to be involved. It's, it's been really exciting to meet all sorts of different people, uh CU related people that um, I had never met before. Uh so now I mean I split my time between playing golf and trying to enjoy retirement and uh getting 5430 off the ground.
2: Yeah, I have a I have a I have a local accounting firm. My grandfather started it 70 years ago. My cousin and I run it now. So uh I didn't I didn't think I was ready for uh volunteer work, but uh but here we are and uh it's exci- it's been fun to get involved. Uh, with CU, uh, to echo Eric's statements, it's been really fun to, to meet all the the characters involved, but, uh, but yeah, I run a, I run an accounting office here in Los Angeles, have two little girls and, uh, yeah.
0: And love, and love the buffs and love golf. Awesome. Well, uh, we'll, we'll have to get on the golf course one of these days i only got in two rounds last year because as much as i, I love coach prime and what he's doing in boulder it, it makes it hard to get out there uh, on the golf course so maybe we can make that yeah. happen someday but let's dive into it you guys created the fifty-four thirty foundation and this is a uh, a changing landscape in college football and we've heard it referred to as the wild wild west and How much did you guys have to kind of navigate and educate yourself in this process of creating the foundation? And how difficult was that?
1: Well, I I think it was really, um, I mean, look, everything's brand new. And when everything's brand new, you've got to try to consume as much information as you can. Decide what's accurate and what isn't. Um, The NCAA essentially has been absent in this entire process. Um, and for for various reasons. Uh, and so there haven't been a whole lot of guidelines um, and that's made it a lot more difficult. But what we did is we kind of looked at what was going on in the rest of the country at other schools. Uh, we were fortunate enough early on, um, uh, Rick George uh, had introduced us to a group called the uh, the Collective Association, which was a brand new group uh, of about, at the time, about eight 10 to 10 schools. Um, and it was trying to uh, collectives from those schools forming an association to talk about best practice uh, with the goal being, how do we help our, the student athletes maximize their opportunities? Um, and so that's been a terrific organization. It currently is up over around 32, 33 schools right now. Um, and we're really talk, keep talking about best practice. How do we make sure that we have a seat at the table as some of these decisions are being made about uh, the sport, about collectives, about MIL? Um, and so that's been really helpful in trying to figure out how do we shape this and i think what we decided was uh we we established the 5430 foundation as a 501c3 which means it's a charitable organization we have four charities that we support um and what that means is the the uh the kids on the uh, student athletes on the football team that we uh financially support um in exchange for that financial support they do Various activities to promote those individual charities, whether it be autograph sessions, uh, personal appearances, social media posts, etc. And um, so that's the exchange. That's kind of the practice right now, and I think um, we're you know we're pretty excited about that. The kids have really embraced it. Uh, the charities that we support are really worthwhile charities that are local to either Boulder or to the state of Colorado. Um, so we're you know that, that's kind of how it shaped uh, early on. Um, the only other thing I'll mention is that we, we went with about 12 to 15 kind of key donors because we, I mean, we had a limited amount of time to raise as much money as we could to try to support the 23 class. And we, we had about 15 uh, CU fans, donors, um, longtime suffering supporters, uh, that all significantly contributed to the first bucket that we put together. Um, and they, they were instrumental to us really getting this off the ground without their support and help. Um, it would have been nearly impossible. And, uh, I think, you know, jumping forward a little bit to, uh, 24 is we're now turning this into a real business, um, because, you know, the numbers are big enough now. And, um, And and the ability to be able to raise uh, the dollars that we need to raise to be competitive uh, is getting is increasing. So we have to make sure that we're truly treating this like a real business and resourcing it properly. Um, And we've been talking to a couple of firms that specialize in running collectives. um, And we're excited about some of the opportunities with them. Um, And so we're looking forward to 24 being a little bit more of a a strategic uh, business uh, approach to 5430, which I think is going to be pretty exciting. Uh, with some of the events we're planning and some of the activities that we're putting together,
0: obviously there's a lot of excitement around Coach Prime and what he's building in Boulder. I think based on the recruiting success he's had the last 13 months, and and what you guys are doing to to aid in that, uh, this guy really is a limit. But y- you know, it's not just work from coaches and players; it really is the whole Buff community that's going to get this program to reach its potential as we go into the era of the expanded college football playoffs. It's going to be a different game in terms of the the postseason now. Um, And and I know it's easy for folks to get involved going to 5430foundation.org. You guys have uh, a a once-monthly and annual option on there. Is there anything you guys want CU fans to know just about kind of the opportunity they have here to to get involved?
1: I mean, I think from our perspective, it's, you know, we have a moment in time right now to take full advantage of the, the opportunity that has been brought to Colorado with Coach Prime coming on board. Um, and, and I think that, you know, for for people that have been, there have been a number of people that have fallen away from the program. Um, and a number of people that still are fans, but they haven't really financial way before. And, and you know, the product wasn't very good. And so we understand all that, but I think we're trying to appeal to the fan in everybody, um, at, you know, across a Buff Nation and and say, look, now is the opportunity to be able to do that and be able to do it in a meaningful way. I mean, the co- contributions that people are making literally impact the, what you see on the field. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and also what you see as far as, again, the local charities in our communities, because it's, it's, it's all about, you know, kind of putting that boulder together with, uh, the football program together with, you know, the community. And, um, and so we're pretty excited about all of that. And I think that, um, that's what I'd like to see more and more as people kind of understanding that, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, 50 bucks or whether it's significantly more, um, every little bit helps. And, Uh, We want to be competitive and and we know that, you know, uh, we want to we want the first uh, four or five games of last year to be, um, you know, how we play football all year long and then obviously move on to other sports beyond that. But but right now we're just excited about where we are and we want to make sure that we get people let people know that there is an outlet where they can directly support um, and and get involved.
0: Yeah, kind of building off the beginning of last season, Jason. I met you after Brett Yormark's press conference out in Fort Worth the day before CU did kick off the season, uh, and now Colorado's got future trips out there, in they're they're going to be part of the Big Twelve. Uh, from an NIL standpoint, how does the Big Twelve kind of compare from the Pac-12 in terms of what you're seeing from an NIL standpoint? Obviously, nobody really knows, but uh, but we're led to believe that.
2: We're right in line with where we need to be. And, you know, the Big 12 is going to have a lot of parity, right? We're not the only ones talking about it. Everybody is. It's going to be a fun conference to be a part of. There's no there's no traditional blue blood, if you will, right? We're not competing with Texas. We're not completely competing with Oklahoma, you know, and their rosters of five-star players anymore. So um, we're, we have an opportunity, not just with Coach Prime, but with, you know, with NIL, with the facilities with Boulder, uh, uh, we're we're we expect to be at the top of the conference,
1: yeah. No, the other thing I'd add to that is just that Coach Prime's been amazing and he's been amazingly supportive, um, and has you know anything we've asked of him, he's done. Um, and I think that what what when we meet with him and walk away from that, I always take away just you know, kind of the the uh he's just electric and it's, it's contagious. And we want to see what we could do through 5430 to spread that, um, that excitement. And, uh, and again, he's, he's been, you know, what you see is what you get with him. He's, he's been amazing.
0: Just to close out here, guys, I wanted to ask you both just in terms of, how the 54 foundation has matched up with your expectations when you got in and what are the goals for the future
1: back to our first goal was to take care of 23. How do we do that? And, and I think we were, uh, you know, it's just basically Jason and I, and, a and and then a kind of a core group of people that that stepped up from a financial standpoint. This year we're looking, you know, we got the website launched a couple of months ago. We're going to have donor management programs. We're going to have a way for experiences that people can, um, can uh, participate in, um, and, and we're going to be doing a lot more uh, bigger events and uh, whether that's a gala, whether that's concerts, whether it's things like that, um, we're in the planning process for all of that. But I think it's going to be a really exciting and fun year from the 5430 uh, standpoint um, and give people a lot of different options on how they can get get involved and uh, and help support the program.
2: Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's been a lot of work to get to this point, we're, but we're now aligned. and we understand the task in front of us and we're going to, we're going to hit our goals. And, you know, and, and so now that, now that the alignment is there and everybody's bought in, it's, it's exciting. And
0: yeah, the future is very bright. Well, I'm sure that Colorado fans are super appreciative of you guys making the sacrifice to make this a reality. And hopefully we can do this maybe a couple times a year, just kind of get updates because, uh, this is a, a big part of college football now and, and um, Colorado was kind of behind the times and you guys have helped get Colorado in, in into the into the ball game here as far as Nil goes. and, and uh you know again, I, I think folks uh, really should appreciate the work you guys have done. and I'm glad we got this finally done here on the, on the podcast and I uh, appreciate you guys for taking some time out uh, on a weekend. Thank you. That's man.
1: great. The only thing I think I missed was I did want to give a shout out to Rick George as well, because Rick and the athletic department have been really good partners on this. Um, there's times where we can you know talk directly about things. There's other times where we're not clear on what we're supposed to be talking about because we haven't had that guidance from the NCAA. But uh but Rick and Leon Jackson II and his team have been you know really good partners as we're figuring out how we can work together to get this done as well. We are at arm's length from the university. Uh, the relationship with the players are between 5430 and the players. So that's something that I think will get figured out over the next uh, 12, 24 months, but um, they've been good partners on this as well. So between coach prime and Rick and his team, um, you know, I think, I think we're positioned really well to be able to take full advantage of what's in front of us and, and see a lot of wins this fall and on the football field.
0: And Rick was part of the committee that put together the guide rails that they were going to have for NIL It was put up, uh, as Rick says, on on a shelf somewhere. The NCAA just decided to punt. So what you guys are navigating through is a little complicated. So, again, to to put that effort forth, uh, I think Buffs fans out there certainly appreciate it. Guys, it was great chatting with you finally. And uh, let's do this again. And everybody out there, we appreciate you for tuning in.